0: Well, welcome back to the dot 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 podcast. Uh, it is what is today Tuesday, March the twenty fourth, approximately nine thirty ish PM Central Standard Time and seven thirty PM Pacific Standard Time. Is, mm-hmm. it, is it standard there?
1: It's it's standard everywhere, right? Right, right. Except uh, unless it's mean, right?
0: Right. I, I think it would be so Greenwich
1: Standard Time. It's Greenwich Mean Time, right? I don't know what the difference is. Standard.
0: Me, Me either. I'm not even going to pretend to know to, to be totally honest with you. But those that's are our, kind of those farm. are our, our time stamps on this so everybody understands where we're coming from. Currently yeah. there are 400. It's 2020. And, it, that's the year. You yeah, know. in in the year 2020 of, yeah, our, year Lord. of our Lord. Uh, <laughs> are you going to our finish the rest Lord. of my sentences or just this one?
1: Sandwiches? <laughs>
0: There are 424,115 infected personnel that have been tested and the death toll is now up to 18,890 persons. Those are worldwide numbers which lot. are they're, they're climbing. They're not they're not letting up, not even just a little bit. Um and man there, uh it's been an interesting couple days we didn't we didn't do an episode yesterday uh just because for whatever and um i think letting that that tea kettle percolate kind of uh that thing's screaming right now
1: yeah it's mm, it's getting real out there it's getting real in the uh in the world of we have just the pendulum has swung back i feel like the complete opposite direction of where we were you know um like just a week ago um now to me this this is kind of what i got off the last couple days at least from uh the uh administration was that you know it seemed like last week we were all gonna get a a nice you know a check from the government that that was gonna help us all out and uh then it turned into like, well, you know, maybe it's not going to be quite as big, but we're going to have a really big stimulus package It's not really going to help, you know, companies it's just for the people. And now I kind of feel like we've gotten to, well, we're kind of tired of the stock market being tanked for like five days, six days, seven days. So we better just put all the old people in a camp, kill them and just keep going. Right. Um, and then, and then end this whole 30 day or 15 day thing as, as soon as possible and put everybody back to work. So, um... Yeah, I think everybody is kind of. <laughs> I don't know if you've been on this. Uh, felt like you've been on like some sort of Ferris wheel here or merry-go-round.
0: Oh, absolutely. As it
1: might be, but it certainly feels like we're all getting taken for some sort of ride, and I don't know where we're getting off yet. So,
0: right. So, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. There is. Uh, there, there seems to be what it's. What's the the saying? There, like dissension in the ranks. Um, you know, it, it kind of seemed very uh, unified, very harmonious for the last couple of days. Everybody had the same interest. Everybody's going for the same thing, wants, wanting the same outcome. And it almost seems that in the last 48 hours, like something flipped a switch and uh, certain parties are saying enough is enough. We need to get back to life. And others are saying, whoa, we've we've barely we've barely even started to, to take a look at this. And um, you know, I, I think that's a very interesting side of this whole piece, but, uh, I mean, man, I'm more interested in the fact that this thing isn't letting up. It's uh, There was, like, two days where Italy reported fewer uh, fewer deaths than they did the previous days, but that didn't necessarily mean that it was a low number by any
1: means. Just meant those were better days than the worst days, you know? It was like, oh, these days were just a little less hellish than the days we had previously, you know. Uh, And it looks like it's going to be the same thing here. I mean, I I see, looking at the stats, looks like Spain's about to really start taking a spanking. Um, And, you know, we're not far behind. You know, you look at the numbers, you look at at Spain, they've got roughly 11,000 fewer cases than we do, and they have, you know, five times, four and a half times the death the deaths which means we're we're probably right behind them right you know uh, and and with higher numbers than they have and they've had it for long you know th- their country's been affected longer than ours has so i mean that that gives some pause for sure the numbers are definitely staggering like it's just getting it's getting crazier every day like i wish the number going up meant something good but it doesn't the one thing i wish that some of these statistical sites provided more was how many people were being tested and i don't see that very often I, I don't seem to be able to get like a, a very solid, reliable number on that.
0: Yeah. You see more. You know, we'll so sh- here are the, t- the, the people that have tested positive, but you don't know. I, I think it's all know, bad news. You know, <laughs> It's all bad. Um, right. I want to say that I heard that it was approximately 20%. I mean, and obviously, like you said, there's not like a super reliable source for that, but I want to say that I heard around 20% were, were popping positive.
1: Yeah. It seems like that number might ring true. I mean that's I know that's what it was the other day. It's seen or at least according to the administration, there had been about a hundred thousand tests administered. And this was back when we only had about twenty or twenty five thousand cases, which was what, like thirty six hours ago? Right. That's it really wasn't that long ago.
0: That is the the alarming factor here is we're not talking about six month old data or or anything like that. These are days old. Um yeah. which is just absolutely terrifying. Did you also see um some of the other things that kind of contradict the demographic just a little bit. Um, the, there's like a, like a really prestigious or I guess the most prestigious, uh, broadcaster in Zimbabwe. Mm Uh, they only have a handful of cases, but this was a 30 year old man that went in the hospital on a Thursday, uh, with symptoms and was pronounced dead Sunday night. And so a 30 year old man, so um you know for the for the the infection and the disease that's allegedly only killing the elderly that's uh you know there's there's those types of stories that are that are rearing their head and yeah, and obviously causing concern obviously
1: everyone, yeah it causes great concern cuz some this thing kills some people like real quick and then other people you know it's it's almost nothing you know um <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know I see a whole bunch of this. This is to me like just like the the vibe I've gotten. It's, it seems like people are still somewhat aligned with each other, and it seems like the government is not being able to figure their shit out, which really isn't a surprise to me. But I do see some like good news, or what I would consider good news. Like there was a report out of Brazil today that. It was like, <laughs> like a whole bunch of like gangs were like, "Look, if you're not sticking like to the curfews that like uh, the government's established, um, like in the city of Rio, then like we're gonna go out and make sure you're in your house." <laughs> Just, oh, really? So so bizarre. Like you know, we can't. You know, like I, I don't know, and it wouldn't surprise me if like more people were like kind of doing that kind of thing. Like go home, you know, get back home. But yeah, because it's um,
0: it's disrespectful. I did. It, I saw it really Italy. Is. Italy. There was a mayor like chasing people out too there were people like hanging out on the beach and whatever he's like get the hell out of here go home but you know uh,
1: there's there's always crazy stories from brazil there was another story that there was like a uh the brazilian like police like they had gotten they were like in a helicopter to try to like you know monitor what was going on on the beaches and stuff and i guess one of the pilots just like created a huge sandstorm to try to get people off the beach <laughs> i thought i was like man that's creative at least they're you know that's a definitely a non-violent way to get people to move right um is just make them extremely uncomfortable um which you know is probably where a lot of people are starting to feel today i know here in los angeles we've been on lock for four or five days which isn't even very long um right and you know i can tell people are getting you know a lot of my a, a lot of co-workers that i have have like have like left and they're like well you know if i'm gonna be locked down i might as well be locked down somewhere else which i still don't understand i mean it doesn't really matter but
0: Well, that brings up a really good point because, um, one of the things that they're noting, you know, with New York being such a hot spot right now is that a lot of people have fled the area. Um, and so they're thinking, you know, Hey, you're probably carrying this and wherever you went, like you took it with you more than likely. So wherever Jersey's numbers, you know, right. You know, they need to quarantine themselves or, I mean, you know, most people, very few i'm not saying none but very few people are like native to new york you know a lot of people they're transplants and so a lot right. of them are probably looking at like well my rent's sky high here i can't work i need to you know run home to a you know wherever Shibuya, they came can... from yeah, yeah. wherever yeah. they came from and um you know
1: middle america more than likely you know
0: right and i i I think that is a major concern for the healthcare professionals. And then, like I said, you know, it seems like the, the, uh, the politician's perspective is that more of an economic concern than anything. And I, was it you that texted me and you said, uh, pretty much get the general idea that it's sorry, grandma.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and that's obviously kind of editorializing it. I mean, Honestly, like you really do, just have to formulate an opinion because if I step back and look at it objectively, it is I, 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 you know, if you look at it just strictly from a mathematical point of view, like I can absolutely see, you know, like a short-sighted of you know, view of both points. Like you know, we know that you know during the address. Uh, by the way, let's let's talk about this real quick before we t- we talk about the future. Let's talk about the present, which was today. I thought it was interesting that today. Now I I, I didn't. Pay attention after the morning because I got to spend my entire wonderful cloudy day in Los Angeles doing my taxes. Even though I have plenty of time to do it now, I figure I don't want to think about it again. Right. So I watched the um, um, uh, you know, the little uh, discussion our our buddy up there had with the Fox News people. Um, let's talk about that for a second because I thought that was interesting. A because wow, I, w- was that was there a press briefing on a like a national network after that?
0: So that I'm unaware clar- of. clarify, what, what are you talking about the town hall meeting?
1: Yeah, the town hall. That's what I'm looking
0: yeah, for. Yeah, the one they did in the Rose Garden.
1: The one that wasn't really a town hall at all.
0: So for anybody that didn't see it, it was, well, it, it sort of was. So it was a town hall meeting style with the president, vice president. Uh, what's her name? Dr. Rich? Rutch? The female doctor that's been mm-hmm. uh, heading things up. And, um, and then the surgeon general. And they were fielding questions from uh, different news sources, <clears throat> excuse me different news sources, but also like Facebook and things like that from you know Johnny the taxpayer kind of idea. And I think the intent was that it would go like two hours long. Um, but and it, you know I was about to say a minute ago, it, it, you would think that walking into these press briefings like they would do like a pre huddle like, OK, here's the tone we're going for. Here's here's the game plan for this one. Um, and I think they did a really good job of that for the town hall. I think everybody was pretty much singing from the same sheet of music. But the the ones that are happening like in the in the White House press corps room, it just feels like everybody's going in there solo. And, um, you know, it they, all started a couple days ago with uh what was it, doc, what's his name Dr. Fauci like mm-hmm, yeah. just sitting there shaking his head at the things that President Trump was saying and you know talking over each other and walking over what the last guy said so it man they they really need to get on the same page it's it's exhausting i think i think it's obvious like i've been saying this since day 1 a trillion dollars or even a half a trillion dollars like how sustainable is that? Like you give. Well, and a, it's
1: 2 trillion now, right?
0: Technically it is. It's six.
1: I don't even know what that means.
0: Right? So what it is, is, uh, it's $2 trillion going out as stimulus with another 4 trillion from, no, was it eight? No, no, no. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, another 4 trillion that is going to be made available in the form of loans to corporate America.
1: Oh, I thought that was okay. <clears throat> well, that's, that's something that maybe you know more about than I do. Last, the last stats I heard was that the reason why we didn't get a bill on Sunday night or Monday morning was because there was basically an unmonitored half a billion dollar slush fund that wouldn't, that couldn't be, that, that nobody could get any details about until six months after the passing of the bill. Like nobody would know what amount, what dollar amounts would be going to what companies and you would not be able to procure that information for six months after the passing of the bill, which I did not understand. And I don't know if that's because it's supposed to be discretionary and they don't know exactly how much they're giving everybody yet. But why would it be a secret of who's getting it? Right. Um, I also have a host of, you know wildly accusational and uh, politically motivated theories about why today's conference went, uh, today's town hall, sorry, went so much different than the briefings we've seen over the last few days. And, you know, one of those being that if, you know, I, I do feel like Fox News is pretty much just an operating mouthpiece for Donald Trump. So I noticed a lot of softball questions. I noticed, you know, basically an air of, uh, of, you know, it was just a very light air about the whole thing because it seems like they're all buddies, you know, it doesn't seem right. like there's any tough, tough things happening. So I thought that was interesting that it was exclusive to them because that's, you know, cable news. Um, obviously, you can get online and watch it, but that's not available just to the average American flipping on, you know, one of the major broadcast networks and just being like, oh, great, here's the commander in chief, you know, giving us more information today and mm-hmm. an update about what I should be doing in my life as an American. You know, I thought that was, that's why to me it seemed like it was more together today because they knew they had a gimme in my book.
0: Right. I mean, well, they also said, you know, this has never been done before, a town hall meeting in the Rose Garden. And, you know, they're all about those, about those firsts right now, you know, bragging about what's never been done before. And, you know, a meeting in a, in a, in a flower bed isn't necessarily, it's not impressive to me. No, it's not impressive or, you know, profound or anything like that. But so... The thing that I, that is starting to frustrate me is, is the change of tone in the last couple days. Um, you know, thinking that getting people to manage, you know, managing people's expectations to, to accept the fact that this is going to take a long time. Um, and then you see that these rates aren't changing. If anybody that's listening is paying attention to the, uh, to the dot 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 podcast uh instagram that i've mentioned a couple times i keep posting the the graph that i'm that i'm tracking the you can see the data is right there that it's nothing's letting up there's no positive trend there's not even like a, like a slight shift of a possible uh positive trend no. it's it's just all bad and it's all bad so for them to to come out in any kind of an optimistic tone right now is I think it's, I think it's unacceptable, you know, to be really honest with you, especially considering the reality of this is that we are the leader of the free world. People look at what we do. We set the tone, we set the tempo and everybody's looking at us and we're just, I think it looks really, really foolish to, to say, um, You know what, like President Trump said, oh, I think it's gonna. It wouldn't it be nice if we could be have Easter Sunday? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be nice? You know, if we could have Easter Sunday, wouldn't it be nice if I could have a, you know, a twenty ounce ribeye for dinner tomorrow? Like, there's a lot of things that would be really nice, but that's nowhere near realistic. You know, there's people out there that don't understand. That they think that, oh, the president said it's going to happen. And then they attach to that and they gravitate to that. And all these other countries are watching us and and seeing the, the pace and the tempo that we are setting. And it, it just looks wildly foolish and irresponsible to think that we're even remotely close uh, to returning to normal life. You know, anybody that's listening to this also, for those of you who don't know, um, Adam and I have been friends for, man, what is it now? Like twenty years, Um, we used to we used to play in a band together. About
1: twenty years, yeah, twenty one years. Our friendship could drink with us if it wanted to.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'd have to drink. (laughs) It would have to. (laughs) Uh, We used to play in a band together, and you know, tour and all that good stuff. But we are from Missouri, and uh, Missouri officially went on lockdown today too. Oh boy! So uh,
1: I've heard from uh, my family there, and they're.
0: It's thirty days yeah, for them.
1: They're 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 panicking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and we'll get we'll get to that in a second. I I thought what was, uh, just what they were saying to like the attitude they were showing today to, just to me seemed so transparent for a number of reasons. A. You know, he said, "Boy, it'd be great if we get open by Easter." And, you know, we'll see when this fifteen days is up. You know, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and release some restrictions, but but you know, maybe we won't. Might go on a little longer. He just he's he's kind of he's kind of putting some out there for people. Like in a way, I, I, it's manipulation. He's manipulating people into this sense of security. Like, well, it's not going to be much longer, and and people kind of want to. They kind of just stop listening at that. And but you know they don't hear him when he kind of trails off there and says well but I mean, you know it might go a little longer too you know like but, he, and he he did that a couple times but it's you the know? way
0: it's the way that he says it like you can see what the priority is he said it's just not feasible to keep the government you know to to keep the economy closed down this long
1: well well and the,
0: I know ahead, but sorry. there's not going to be an economy to be had if everybody's sick and dying
1: well and once again like. Not everybody would be sick and dying I and mean, of course I mean I mean I guess to argue that point I mean I see I see what they mean but the problem isn't that you know, the, the the problem should be that we we can't afford it as a country because it's gone on too long. Like, we don't have any measures, like, any emergency measures for anything like this, which is, like, terrible. Like, what? nobody's prepared. For, like, we don't have, like, our country doesn't have, like, an emergency fund of, like, oh, damn. Like, this is a really bad crisis. Like, we should have a pretty big one. We're the most wealthy nation that's ever existed as far as I know. So, what? why don't we have, like, well, and then it just goes back to everything else. Why don't we have universal health care? Why don't we have this? Why don't we have that, you know? Right. Um... So
0: well, I think that's that's a good question, and is uh, I I think that they're with with a six dollar or six billion dollar price tag, or even if you like dilute that down, and you just go back to the two or sorry trillion, uh, and you dilute that down to to tr- two trillion, like where like how do you make that up? Like, are we all gonna like, are we all gonna be told, oh sorry, you're, you're you know, I mean you did your taxes today? Is it gonna spike? You know they got to get well, that back they, somewhere. Is our sales they, tax they, is going to go up? Property tax is going to go right. up? Like what?
1: I mean, we know that the businesses are supposed to be getting loans, but does that mean we're getting loaned money? Like I thought the government already borrowed money from us. <laughs> I thought that was how it, this whole thing worked. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, but to to me, it was just about it was just about getting the stuff. It was just. Trying to get some life back in the stock market today. That's what it felt like to me. It was just trying to get some sort of gridlock, and it worked. Just slightly broken, and of course it worked. I mean, all you have to do is say something positive, and or or that you know the sky isn't falling, and people will be like, oh, okay, great, it's all okay now, you know. But it it was. I thought it was horribly misleading because. Well, it, it, but maybe it wasn't misleading. He says he's going to end this thing. Is he really, I mean, is it really going to be about profits over people? I mean, do you believe the, the the catchphrase that he said that he started coining directly after he heard it on Fox News, which was, you know, the cure is worse than the problem. And it's like, well, but is it? Like, you don't have enough data. They've been talking for the last several days about how they don't have enough data. They don't have enough data. They don't have enough data. But suddenly now they have enough data to determine that, it's gonna be fine if in like a week and a half we all just like go back to work and just don't touch each other well let me tell you something I work in a place where everybody touches everything exactly you have to touch you have to touch stuff to do your job and it's a communal space almost all the time there could be a hundred different people through there throughout the day through a 24 hour span that's an enormous number of people you know one person gets sick that's all it takes you know so
0: well uh, I think you you said it best when we first started talking about this that you think that this is gonna you know be, you know, like like 9-11, it was a major shift in the way that we think and we do things that that this was going to be something similar in that capacity that we are all going to interact differently now. So I got to thinking about Think of it this way. If you were a 70 year old man right now and they said, oh, OK, we we know it's not gone. Chances are you're going to get it. If you're older, it's probably going to hit you a little harder. And, and possibly kill you, but we need to get the economy opened again. You know, we need to get the, the we need to get the cash flow happening. So we're going to go ahead and return to normal for the time being. Like, are you? How quick are you to go get in line at a restaurant to be seated to be served by somebody that could be, you know, coughing your death all over you?
1: Well, and that's what I, we I don't think. It's, I mean, I I, I think certain
0: I think certain businesses will struggle to return to normal because they have to re-earn the confidence from from the customer that, that they can support this issue. People have to feel reassured that they can utilize services that aren't going to put them in any kind of danger or jeopardy.
1: Right. And I mean, well, you, but on the other hand, I mean, you are going to have whenever, whatever's lifted and everybody opens back up again, you're going to have, I mean, see you and I apparently don't think like just exactly everybody else who's like oh great like the government says it's fine let's go oh yeah Um, because certainly you or i wouldn't do that but there's going to be a boom of people who are like oh my god i've been at home for a week and a half i need denny's you know or whatever and, yeah. <laughs> that damn grand slam yeah. moon's, over Miami. moon's over
0: my hammy moon's over my hammy
1: you know people are gonna be lined up outside waffle house at two in the morning after the bar gets out you know what i mean like that i mean that's gonna that's gonna be what i mean when the bars open holy shit i mean that's gonna be talk about close proximity in you know, the clubs like yeah I, I have sadly been to a club, but not in the recent past, um, and for, let's call it a work event. Um, and, uh, you know, your assholes to elbows in there, like anywhere, yep. any club, I've never been in a club where you just have all the space you want. You, you know, even if you get like table service or bottle service, or whatever, you're crammed in there with like 12. Other That's people,
0: not true, you know? Adam. We used to play in those empty bars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, We'd, but
1: all those places closed, Corey. Yeah, some of
0: those places we would drive hundreds <laughs> of I miles to get to them, and uh, I'd like to thank the sound guy for making it out, yes, to, making this yes. possible, and for coming out to be the only sound person here.
1: <laughs> I think there were a few times we didn't even have him. Yeah, was, yeah. all right, you guys are set. Just go.
0: But you're you're money. completely right. Like I, the youth, the youth that were out on the beaches, you know, last week are gonna go. See, told you it's no big deal. And they're going to go back to their normal lives and, you know, that this thing's going to run through them and, you know, maybe not make them sick, but it's just, who knows, man? Like I made a note, you know, of something to bring up is that this thing is a baby, you know, In, in the, like we understand the flu virus and it still gets everybody sick. They modify it for mutations every year and everybody still gets sick. This thing is a baby. It's unknown. We don't know about the side effects of any of the drugs that they're, they're giving people. We don't know about, um, Hey, you recovered. Great. Like now do you have like some, you know, high likelihood of getting some other crazy thing or at repeating or, um, just whatever, man, like you just don't know what are the permanent, what permanent damage is being done to a human lung that, that undergoes, um, you know, whatever the violence that this, this thing brings into your body. And the fact that if anybody decides that they're gonna rush this thing along, I think that I think the it's gonna be catastrophic for everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I mean it's going absolutely. Look at the numbers now. I mean, you 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 plunge a uh, a willing public back into a situation in which people the the, the rate the acceleration of diagnoses is you know increasing like. <laughs> exponentially all the time you're going to have problems like I, I can i can totally foresee a situation in which you know everybody opens back up you know right before easter weekend or something you know suddenly everything is fine and then even though the numbers are crazy you know there's some sort of like media push or presidential push it's like no no really it's going to be fine don't worry 80% of people who get it are really okay and then everybody's open for 2 weeks and then the numbers you know just start doubling back upon themselves again because yeah. all these sick people, you know what I mean? And, like, how compromises your immune system after you have this virus? Like, you're right. I mean, it's a baby. I mean, there are some things that we can... There, There's, there's some solace we can take in that. I think it was the Washington Post. Uh, Sarah showed me this article today that the Washington Post said that, um, you know, luckily it doesn't... So far, it doesn't seem like this virus is, like, mutating, uh, like... Like, just doesn't seem like it is really, I guess. Like, doesn't RNA, seem
0: like it is, yeah. It looks like <laughs> RNA
1: viruses, like, don't apparently don't mutate that m- according to what I read, like, they don't mutate that much. And if they do, not very quickly, which is obviously something that's working in our favor. But I mean, we don't have any idea what's going to happen. I mean, the you know, you saw that there was an Arizona man who died after self medicating with the uh hydroxychloroquine or whatever that, yeah. Uh, they pulled off the shelf, which I don't. I mean, the only thing you should really be self medicating on is, I mean, marijuana. That's the only thing you're really not going to screw yourself up on. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, physically, I mean, that's a. I mean, that's about it. I mean, you can't even self medicate aspirin too much. You'll. F- well, f- yeah. Yourself, they, I mean, they've you know proved
0: they've proven that ibuprofen is like a like a no good like no yeah it's an it's yeah it's, it's, no a, it's a no good for this which sucks man it's, i really hope i don't yeah. get it because i take ibuprofen like it's going out of style just for back pain you know like it's right. um yeah man. i i'm terrified of that and and, it, and it's kind of funny like i say like like the they our government sets the tone right well you got all these other these other governments down there locking down like the uk lockdown dude india India went into lockdown
1: point three billion people. I think it's,
0: yeah, I think it's one, is it one three or one? I thought it was one six, but either way, more than a billion people. And, and honestly, overall, they're doing pretty good as far as numbers of this are concerned, but they're seeing that they don't want anything to do with it. So they're getting smart and they're locking down. But man, I, I think some of the bigger factors that, that are, it's almost like people are forgetting is that incubation period And every time Mm. you go out, if you pick it up, just that resets your clock to two weeks. You don't know. Um, It's really sucks. I mean, I I'll be honest, like I've I'm not bashful about the fact that I like President Trump um, for a lot of reasons. Um, But, oh, man, I think it's I think it's uh, heading to a scary area if 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 we were to even remotely think about turning anything back on yet.
1: I mean you just you just have like you know I mean, I, I guess I can, I could see the argument of like, well, we have to get the, you know, we have to get people back to work because mm-hmm. we have to be moving as an economy. I, look, I get it. Like, yep. yes. Like, I, I mean, I realize that because I don't want to stay out of work for three months because that means I don't have an income. Look, you don't have to explain. I have my own personal economy. That's, you know, mine and my girlfriend's like, that's our economy. Yep. So if we can't work, then yeah, we get it. You don't have to explain it. But the problem is, is if I get sick and die, it's a lot harder for my girlfriend to make ends meet in a lease that we could never get out of with... With the power of satan mm-hmm. um you know so i think that's actually who we signed it with was oh, okay. Satan himself um that's what it was even he couldn't break his own spell um you know so like i get it but like what about like whenever somebody you know this does affect the people who aren't old like you know what if you have ceos of company what if you have vital members of companies like who are who are passing away because in six months, because we didn't do something, or even in two months, because we didn't do this long enough, people are like dying. Like you're going to start losing crucial people. Like they really seem to be banking on the fact that this, you know, really mostly affects the elderly, which I don't understand either because that's a lot of the Republican voting base. Um, So that I don't get either, but it seems like they don't care about political points in that regard right now as long yeah, as the there's stock market very, is going that's all that matters. There's you know? very
0: little happening election-wise, thank god. Dude, I don't I just don't know that we could handle the additional noise of you know, are you fit to be president or you know like all that yeah. the crap that comes along with, you know, that normally what would be happening this time of year. I'm really right. really thankful the fact for the fact that we're not we're not talking about that. Um right. I got into, you know, a tiny not a tussle, but I, I posted something on Facebook today and a friend um, posted back, like, I can't believe that you think that this is the issue. And it was talking about how the Democrats are trying to like weasel in it completely irrelevant uh, components into, into this bill. And I'm sure the Republicans are too, but this just so happened to be the, the thing that I saw. And I was like, it, I gravitated to it. And, um, my friend was like, I can't believe that like this is what you think the issue is. And it's just like if it doesn't directly relate to the issue at hand, it's noise and it doesn't belong in this whatsoever. Right. You know. And I know you right. can probably tie anything to this whenever you're talking about, you know, the the operational function of a government, especially when it comes to finances, but man, like just are we seriously talking about like one of the things that was on there was that Flight attendants would have to announce the fuel emissions of the engines that were mounted on the aircraft before takeoff. (laughs) Like, (laughs) don't forget to buckle your seatbelt. We have two exits on this aircraft, one located at each wing. This GE model, blah, 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 burns X amount of like, what? Like, how does that have anything to do with getting people healthy and getting, you know, life back to normal? And what it is, is it's just issues that they haven't been able to, to get to go along. And they're like, oh, maybe we'll weasel this in now that we've like, they're, they're politicking this and it does not need to be politicked.
1: I mean, of course that's, that's, I mean, you have to remember like, you know, you expect a duck to float and fly. You expect a politician to politic. I mean, that's what these people, that's what these people do. Like and i you know and of course the first people to hurl an accusation were the democrats at the republicans for you know this 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 half a trillion dollar slush fund that is basically just anonymous and can go to whomever they whomever whoever deems fit um and then of course the very next morning i woke up to you know well you know they're trying to put windmills in places that brings down real estate value and so i'm just like good god like and the other thing too is you know that I would love to ask the president is if yo you think we're going to be out of this thing in two and a half weeks? What do we what do we need two two trillion six trillion? What do we what do we need a huge ass bailout for? Like, is is the economy so fragile that over two weeks we literally need to pump in? I mean, if it truly is six trillion dollars that because of a th- a one month like break we had to pump in a third. A third of our gross national product, a third of our gross domestic product, like, because our our GNP and GDP are right in and around between 19 and 20 trillion dollars. Right. So, for once, and that's over 12 months a year, right? So, I'm no math magician, but even 2 trillion seems, like, pretty high for, yeah. you know, you know what, that actually seems maybe right on point for, you know, for, you know, so I happen what to be experiencing. I happen to be But if, but if we're gonna release early, then what's the point of having why is why is Trump pushing for one anyway? Which may which leads me to question the motivation behind this stimulus package anyway. Like if you're gonna get everybody out of here in two or three weeks, if that's really your plan, then what do we need this thing for? Why are you even going right. to Democrats? Just do whatever you want to do. Right. So it's there seems to be some ulterior motives here, and the only ulterior motives would be politicking. It only would be trying to push through, you know you know, parties or personal agendas.
0: So a number, I think most people would probably agree that a number is always going to be associated with the goal, right? So the fact that the number with this is being, you know, the priority is being counted in days, I think is completely wrong. It's like looking at the wrong, the wrong distraction, so to speak. It's the the number that should be looked at is they should really reference back to that curve. Is is it what is an acceptable mortality rate? You know, um, they know good and well that that Italy has a much much higher mortality rate than anybody else, and that uh, like tonight they were they were bragging on the on the news about um, being on par with what South Korea was for mortality rate. So, is that where you? is that where you place the goal? If you're, if you're going for a goal in a metric, put it on something that actually satisfies that goal rather than just meets time. And, and cause I think people themselves are wildly impatient. My sister called me today and she said, oh my gosh, we just got put on a 30 day lockdown. Isn't that what you're on? And I said, no, mine doesn't have, you know, the state I live in doesn't have an expiration date per se. It just said mm-hmm. effective 5 PM on this date, you're going to begin this. Um, as far as I remember, I don't remember hearing an expiration date, uh, or maybe, and maybe I filtered that out cause I just don't see this thing resolving itself anytime, um, in the near future. Um, you know, they, they've canceled the Olympics now. Um, you know, they kick that can down the road. Thank God. Um, I I really do think this is a matter of people managing their expectations to realize that this is not, this isn't going away for a long time. And you had the surgeon general, um, got on this morning and said, this is going to be a very tough week, not like tough as, and we're going to have challenges like it's going to get, it's going to get bad this week.
1: Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get really bad, and I've I've been saying this since last week too. It's was like, "Yo," about the middle of next week, it's gonna we're gonna start feeling the pinch. Like everybody's gonna start feeling the pinch. Um, by the way, speaking of just just what we were talking about earlier with the Surgeon General getting up there, I've, I've noticed a pointed absence of Fauci lately. He has not been around the last couple of days, and which... they keep
0: grilling they keep grilling President Trump on that. And I I don't know I don't I don't buy too much into that. I don't know how important that is. they may have some bad blood between them, but you know, at least I I think what Trump is saying to cover that up is completely legit. Like, Hey, they can't all be here all the time. Like they, they are working. They have other things that they're working on with relation to this. They have other meetings with other people and, you know, and looking at other metrics, they can't just be here to answer to the press all the time. At some point in time,
1: also the, but they are also the figure. I mean, I think Fauci is considered to be the figurehead, like the the medical professional behind this whole thing, like this, this is his job. Dr. Burke is,
0: but Dr. Burke is also there and she, right.
1: Yeah. And she's been there, but I think there, I just, I, I think people are more familiar with Fauci. I mean, he's been around for several administrations. I think that people just, I just feel like people relate with him more for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just the way he delivers news or uh, I, I don't know, or maybe just, they just like his accent. I have no idea, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, I do think that people like are kind of like, well, where is this guy? And of course, I don't know. You know that that's just something interesting that right. you know that I noticed. Um, I, I don't know. And by the way, you 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 had a good question before, like what what is an acceptable mortality rate? Okay, and who determines what that acceptable mortality? Well, rate? they're already. So
0: that's the thing they're already talking about is, you know, we're going to end up in the same situation as Italy, where we're going to start having to choose who gets to live and who has to die.
1: I mean, well, yeah, so. But that doesn't, to me, that doesn't have anything to do with closing any earlier or opening back up any earlier, you know, like if we know it's going to get that bad and we let people back out into the open, it's not going to get better. Like I don't, like I don't, I don't see the logic. I mean, I see the logic in wanting to keep the economy moving, but I don't see the logic in how they want to do it. I did see something interesting. There was, I was cruising Read it in the wee hours of the morning, and I noticed that somebody had made a comment about if we wanted to get the economy back to work, you know, and, and people need jobs right now. Like, surely we could we could jumpstart, you know, at least a percentage of the economy by kind of bringing people in and putting them to work for a week, and then giving them two weeks off, putting them back to work for a week, and then giving them two weeks off, and just having like teams shift in that in that way so you could have a workforce still moving and still staying healthy and quarantining the people you know for two weeks who stay off so that way they stay healthy and then if you get it just seems to me like it would lower the impact of you know people who are getting infected as quickly and still keep everybody working still keep businesses open still keep i don't know know, liquidity flowing between i mean it's i don't know to me it at least seemed like something else to do like instead of just being like well Everybody go or everybody stay. Well,
0: yeah. So the only thing I. It was at
1: least a third direction to me, which I thought was interesting. The only thing I like. like The only
0: thing I like about that is that at least somebody's trying to think of a solution other than. Everybody dies or the country completely, you know, crumbles into shambles. You know, right? Um, somebody's trying to it's think It's just sad of,
1: that some incel off Reddit is coming up with that, and we're supposed to have, like, the brightest minds <laughs> in the world, and all they can come up with is open or close. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I just, like, I don't understand. Some guy in his basement is killing it, and these guys can't seem to rub, you know, rub their hands together in the right way, so...
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, it's absolutely terrifying that you have... Um, I mean, I think some of the other notes I've taken here is, like, I, we don't have any, you know, I talked about how young this was. So therefore the youth of this thing, we don't have any, any long-term data available. We don't really have anything else we can compare it to. Um, you know, who we don't know, even really truly know who the most vulnerable people are to the virus. Obviously it's, it's older people and, and they've assumed that children are like the, they're blessed with the miracle of, you know, resiliency or something like that. It, it's not going to hurt them. Um, but what, a like, what's the long-term, you know, damage to the body? Like I said. Um, yeah, we don't know. You know, I mean, I, I,
1: as, as far as I understand, the long-term damage is like, you got sick and now you ain't sick no more. Um, as far as I understand, like people who are healthy who pass this, it's just like any other viral infection. You're, right. You're going to pass it and you're going to be okay. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily a like a worry about like the long term effect on individuals, so much as it is just on, you know, the body of who we are as a whole. And by the way, I think the most vulnerable vulnerable people to this are the people who are uninformed or misinformed because we've clearly seen data that shows that yes while you're statistically like more likely to get this as an older person like the misinformation the disinformation or a lack of information is what's really driving this whole thing any everybody is vulnerable who doesn't know what's going on but and i think any
0: unfor- i think any kind of reasonable person would think of this like anytime you make a decision this big whether it be the financial decision or whether it be the health side um, what is the side effect? And, and one of the things that I, that I've grown up to, to learn of, you know, being in the military is we use a term, what are the second and third order effects of this? Not just what is the side effect, but like, what's the side effect, side effect, how bad could this
1: possibly be? And I wonder what people would vote for. Right. Okay. I wonder if you, I wonder if you put this up to a life vote, over money. Like, okay. Everybody get together on June 15th, get on your computer, go to covid19.gov.makeadecision.com and you know, everybody should just chime in and say like, what do you, what, what do you want to do? Like that it's, it's, it's really ultimately up to us. Are like, you going to leave
0: it up the, to the popular vote? Or are you going to em, employ some sort of electoral college? I, I, <laughs>
1: I, I, I have well, We've seen that. It seems like neither one of them really seem to work. Um.
0: So I'll it tell you right is, now, at least not the electoral college. If it was, if it was a popular vote, dude, I think everything would open back up, and lots of people would get sick.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably right. I mean, because I do think that there are a lot of people who are once again who are vulnerable, and by vulnerable, I mean misinformed or uninformed, um, which is which is scary. You know, I don't, I don't, or or just people. Is there just that much hubris amongst Americans where that we think that it's just gonna be fine, like? It's always been fine for America. Like right. we have to struggle and we especially have to fight our it generation.
0: Whatever, but you know. Yeah, of
1: course for our generation, we don't like nothing affects us. Like mm-hmm. everything is fine as long as our internet connects, we're happy.
0: Right. You know. Wow, um, like we were kids and we were we were young when 9/11 happened, right? Those buildings came down, but guess what? That bearded bastard got a bullet in the face. He's gone now.
1: Right. You know, yeah. like
0: we got we got the revenge. It's like we're that it, it it fills that hubris like you're saying like mm-hmm. it just uh man i i i'm terrified you know another another really funny thing that that i ran across not funny but ironic i guess is you know uh sanjay gupta yeah yeah so of course he uh he kind of posed the question i was listening to another podcast and he was on there um, the other day, it's on uh, Armchair Expert, which is Dak Shepard's podcast. And he said, um, you know, for most people, they think that the only threat that would knock America off its high horse is something from the outside coming in, or not America, sorry, knocking humanity off its high horse to bring us together, right? We have so much divide because of po- politics and race and what you know, age gaps or whatever they are. But the only thing that would ever make the human um the human form essentially come together as one is if we were threatened by some sort of opposition from the outside. Right. And everybody immediately thinks alien, right? right. <laughs> and uh you know, you got like the, the the what are the Independence Day movies, like those are that's what it was. All the countries were coming together to fight this common enemy.
1: Welcome to earth.
0: Right. So, but then he said, how is this any different? It's a living organism that none of us know how to communicate with. We can't see it. We can't
1: see.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We can't see it. It's completely invisible. Guess what guys? Independence day. It's time. And I, I totally believe in that. Like I, I was, yeah, I see that the other countries out there, they're just as scared. They need help. And I think help now is a, it's it, I think life is very different now with this, and I think that we have a responsibility to help humanity, and not necessarily make sure that we're we're still going to have, you know, the strength of the dollar to help promote our six dollar mochachinos from, from Starbucks. You know, like things are going to be different now, and we have to kill the common enemy, or we're everybody's just going to leech off of us if we somehow miraculously like you know sneak through on this one right like oh well america did it and then we're gonna go broke anyway because we're gonna end up carrying everybody else
1: well yeah i'll tell you what and the 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 money thing is obviously the is apparently the most important topic of this entire discussion uh depending on who you ask um you know i was in line today uh, or we just right before you and i jumped on um Sarah and I went to Trader Joe's. And by the way, if you're in if you're in a, a state and you're listening to us and you guys have just now been put on lockdown, just, I don't know, from my experience being in Los Angeles, since this has all come down, don't panic. Like, really don't, because we, Sarah and I definitely did the first couple of years like, oh, my God, there's going to be civil unrest, you know, there might yeah. be martial law. We're we, I mean, we legitimately tried to think of every scenario in which, you know, hell could freeze over and, you know, I don't know. We just tried to imagine everything. So I did get, I did like hear from my younger brother today. He called me. He's like, well, they just locked us down. Like we were at a store, or whatever. I'm like, okay, we well, have probably got a few hours, probably not till midnight. And he's like, oh, no, it doesn't go into effect until like midnight on Thursday or Friday morning.
0: Yeah, they got like two, like, three okay, days well, heads up.
1: I was like, well, you've got time. And I was like, and I just told him, I was like, hey, man, like, don't worry. Like, d- just, you know, don't, I hope you already went to the grocery store. I've been calling you about this for, you know, a week and a half now. Don't panic. You know, trust. You know, trust your neighbor not to panic too, which is kind of scary because some of the some of your neighbors aren't you know heeding the call. By the way, I just got my. Uh, we just got our presidential uh, tips for how to avoid uh, the <laughs> infection today in Did the mail. Did they actually mail like, that well, out? I literally, we literally got one today. I was like, well, it's a little late there, Chief. You, yeah. You know, literally, Chief. Well, um, you can't
0: look at at Vice President Pence without watching him hold that thing up. I think it's like I think it's glued to his palms or something. I
1: think it is. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, it's like show and tell. You know what I mean? Like he's like, look what we did. Like oh my god, like it's like
0: we have the most tangible thing. I
1: feel like that guy's like ever done possibly except for try to pray the gay away. Um, Yeah,
0: we have the fifteen presidential day guideline here, and you're like, oh again, boy.
1: It's almost like I wish there was like a piece of wisdom per day. You know what I mean? Right. you know, day one, buy Bigley. You know, like just just but, anything. But be-
0: you're right. You're right about the paranoia. I I was anxious, um, just leading up to our lockdown. I was like, oh man, like what? And it, but it, I think the reality is, is people need to understand that a lockdown doesn't look like, you know, right? You know, dudes in camo with you know Humvees parked out in front of your house. I mean, not yet. It doesn't. Yeah, racking around because you decided you wanted to breathe fresh air. That's right. At least, like you said, at least now that's not what it is. I don't know that it'll ever come to that. They've really, they really have been begging the the American public, please get on board with this. Right. Well, and also, and they are.
1: They are people. I mean, I don't know. They They are, and they're not. I mean, we are, and then, but like some people aren't. Um. You know, just just another piece for anybody who's out there, who's you know, who might be you know a little freaked out right now. Go, don't go to Walmart, man. Like, don't go to Walmart. Go to an Aldi's. Go to, you know, um, I, I know in in the town that I'm from, there's like um, Crown. Uh, there's like a there's like a food, basically a food distributor who distributes to the grocery stores, and I believe it was Crown that you can order basically wholesale food from, and they'll come deliver you like frozen food for markedly less than the grocery store. So I'm curious on your thoughts on that. Do you, you think
0: like, what do you think, um, you know, obviously under a lockdown type situation, um, I, as far as I know, I haven't heard of anybody going more strict than, um, than this, but that like you are still entitled to, to go to the grocery store. You can go get pharmacy stuff. You can, you can go to like, see your regular, you know, uh, doctor for, you know, things unrelated to this, if you need to. Um, you know they're they're essential things. If it can wait, then stay home. So, what are your thoughts on uh, going to the grocery store to get your own stuff, and obviously subjecting yourself to whatever you might come across in the in the process versus having it delivered to you? Do you do you fare one way other than just like the man? I just got to get out of here. You know, I'm going stir crazy. Do you think that there is any I don't know. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I mean, to speak first of all, to speak about, I mean, we're we're both. Er, I'm from Missouri. You lived in Missouri for a long time, so just to speak to that real quick, I, I, my, I spoke to my younger brother today, and he said that they were going to be issuing misdemeanors for people who were out, who were not, basically on their way to. a you know, a necessary destination, you know, to something they had to go do, hmm. um, which is, and I think there are, there are some other municipalities who are doing that. I mean, we're both familiar with the Springfield police department. They kind of do whatever the hell they want to do. So, and I'm sure Springfield wants money because they always want money. Um, but I mean, we don't really, I mean, look, I drive, but we've, I've seen an uptick in police. I mean, we have noticed the police a lot more um, out where we are. Um, we took a drive to, Malibu yesterday just yeah through Calabasas to Malibu just because we did want to get out and being in your car is perfectly safe um but we definitely saw an uptick in officers out but they weren't stopping they weren't questioning anybody like about what to do we did see some people on the beach in Malibu and the beaches in Malibu are closed and when I say some people I mean I mean the parking lots were empty there might have been one to eight people walking on the beach in that whole mile and a half that you can see you know, right, I mean, and was, that's probably you know that's like sparks. part of their that's
0: an extension of you know their backyards and stuff, you know. Yeah,
1: some people you literally just can't avoid it. That is your backyard. Um, but these were public beaches. Um, but no, I mean everybody would had pretty much gone from that. Uh, you know, as far as being able to leave, if you're gonna go to the, if you're gonna go and you're gonna go do something, go to the grocery store and just get your food there because you're gonna be hopefully sanitizing it before you put it in your refrigerator. And as far as ordering food in, having it delivered. Sarah and I, as as for us, we are not doing that. Let me tell you how Same bad here. I want our favorite wing place. Oh my god! And she wants pad thai from our favorite Thai place. Like you wouldn't believe. Like we are yearning for it. But, and apparently, you know, there's precautions. I mean, there not apparently there are precautions you can take. You can sanitize the the container. I, there also are tips out there. Like you know, put the container or either put the food from the container into like one of your own you know, receptacles and microwave it again, even if it's already hot or microwave the receptacle that it came in. And, you know, you, you'll probably be fine. I'm just want to avoid as many probably's and try to get some more definites in our lives since we have so few right now. I think it's Corey. just on
0: principle alone. I'd rather take the risk of me single-handedly going out, m- knowing that I, my hands are, you know, I had gloves on when I went to the store, um, I had a mask on. I knew what I was touching. Um, Just shy of like the most microscopic particle flying in and landing in my eye unbeknownst to me. You know, I I wasn't touching my face. Um, I had wet wipes with me. So the second I was walking out of the store after I bagged my own groceries, um, the second I was done with touching anything in the store, as I was walking out, I took the gloves off. Uh, Walmart the neighborhood market, they always have like the little hand sanitizer things. I grabbed that wiped off the cart that I had just touched with my gloves. So, you know, I'm I'm constantly well aware of what I'm doing. And to me, that is way safer than it is for me to, to say, Hey, yeah, you know, bake me up a pizza and, and drop it off at my house or, Hey, here's my grocery list you know, worker, go pick it up for me and I'll pick it up at the curbside or deliver it all the way to my house. Like to me, that just doesn't make sense. Um, and you know, I know a lot of people have a different, a difference of opinion with that, but I think you're completely right. People don't need to, they don't need to spaz out. They just need to find something to, um, to help them, you know, get through those days. You know, fortunately for me, I'm working from home uh, so I have that distraction. Um, but I, it also is, it's affording me more time with my kids, which I've, I've wanted for a long time and we're doing that. And, you know, then I take an hour, you know, a day to, to go out and go for a run. Um, you know, keeping my distance from people, um, you know, to get some exercise and, you know, we go for a drive at night after dinner just to go see things, you know, just get out, like just to not go crazy. So, Right. I think people have options. It's not as, as awful as everybody's hears when they hear lockdown. But it's you know the land of the free, home of the brave, and you know you you just told somebody you're going to restrict something on them, so they're automatically going to get defensive.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if it helps to know that like a majority of the world's population is currently in lockdown. I don't know if right. people are not, but. Uh, you know, but, but, you know, also just like get over it. Like it's going to be fine. I, I does, you know, you said it affords me more time and you know, what, it's going to afford you a lot more. I was, I was going to say earlier, I was in line at the grocery store earlier and some woman behind me was like, well, the one unpredicted side effect is of this is that I have saved so much money. Oh yeah. Cause I'm not going out to eat. Sarah and I just did, both of us did our taxes over the last week or two and we looked at how much money we spent on food last year. Just like going uh, out, it's going out to eat. Oh, it's astronomical. Oh My God, no wonder the GDP is so high, man. My God, like unbelievable, like how much money we spent. So hopefully this will, I don't know, I guess if there's any side effects from this, I hope it would teach some fiscal responsibility to people like, hey, this could happen to you. Like we've already had a recession. We've already had an enormous terrorist attack a recession, and now this within our generation. I hope people learn to maybe save some dough, like just be a little more prepared, and our country should learn the same. Like, you yeah. know, we need to have some, we need to have like a rainy day fund, and by rainy day, I mean like it's raining frogs. Like the apocalypse is coming. We should be somewhat prepared for it. Um I mean, I hope it teaches somebody that. I hope somebody is like, you know what? I don't want to get caught with my pants down again because I know there's a lot, I, a lot of people I know are, are just like, damn it, man. Like, what am I going to do? And nobody wants to be in that position. No, not I at mean, all. I, I certainly wouldn't. I've I've been there before, you know, already been broke and then had unexpected stuff come in and be like, well, huh? that's it. I'm sunk for right. the time being. I don't even know how long.
0: I don't even know how to pick um, myself up from this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, honestly, you know, Um I, I I don't know. I, I I hope we all. I I just as long as the public takes this seriously and everybody trusts their neighbor, then we really, and just and like almost at this point, <laughs> as it seems, like doesn't trust the government, we'd be fine. One of the things that really ground my gears today <laughs> was the fact that Trump really hammered on Cuomo for not buying.
0: These, yeah right.
1: Like sixteen thousand ventilators in like twenty. Yeah, screwed up. He screwed up. I was like, 20, what? Twenty sixteen, and I'm like, well, first of all, the order of ventilators that you're talking about, sixteen thousand, is three thousand more than we keep in the strategic national stockpile. Hey, okay be. If those were for sale and available, why didn't we acquire them for the national strategic stockpile and see what the hell are you talking about four years ago for? Right. What on earth does that matter? Like I didn't buy Bitcoin four years ago like I should have, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I can kick myself every day, but it's not going to be a point of my day. It's not going to be an argument to somebody like, well, I would have had more money if I would have put more money into Bitcoin four years. That's, that's retarded. I mean, and yeah, it- maybe you could say that after 10 beers or something, but like I think Every, I think know, that that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of just that tone of everything right now that is that, that's starting to scare a couple people. It was a big talk of unity. It was a big talk of, you know, finding a common way ahead. You know, four or five days ago, Trump's like, hey, look, we got to get this thing like we it's just not an option. And now it's the, you know, keeping the country closed any longer is not an option. It's.
1: Yeah, not to him. He, You can tell that he is resolved to get this thing, to get us back up and moving, because he knows that if the stock market stays like this, ain't nobody going to vote for him. But the thing is, if the stock market goes up and a whole bunch of people die, I mean, he's in a... You know what? I don't even want to say he's in a lose-lose situation. Every single one of us is in a lose-lose right. situation. There is, there is no way for anybody to win here at all. I mean, you can't... It's an impossible situation.
0: Well, um, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Like, even if... Like there was, he, there was some person it, it, like, I guess Biden is the closest, right. To being an opponent. Like, oh,
1: sleepy Joe, you mean, right. I, it, I don't know him as Biden. That's
0: right. That's... If he, if he was even going to remotely have a chance, you know, in some sort of election coming up, uh, he better have a solution to this whole thing. That's like, that's what he needs to beat Trump. Everybody's probably just going to just, yeah, whatever. Trump will win again um in my personal opinion i don't think you'll have too big of a problem because nobody's gonna want this job right now i don't want no. that job that's the worst job I, in the world right I've, now
1: i've seen bernie's been pretty quiet lately and i don't blame him right I'm like yo right so you know stay, dude i'd be out dude anybody if that was elizabeth warren i'd be like great i can talk as loud as i want and i don't have to do with shit
0: right <laughs> hallelujah yeah. Let him
1: call me Pocahontas all he wants because he ain't going (laughs) to bother me.
0: (laughs) But dude, yeah, it's, nobody's going to want the job. And if anybody is going to try to be stupid enough to try to, you know, to win it, they're going to have to have the answer to this and nobody, dude, it's a lose, lose situation. This is something that no mind can just, unless somebody just miraculously wakes up tomorrow and says, Oh my God. I have the vaccine. I figured it out. You know, speaking of which, I had another I had a friend from overseas uh send me an email and he was like, "Bro, read this. It's made by this company. They created the coronavirus to create fear and everything and they already have this and uh, you know, I could forward it to you. It was there's a lot of stuff oh, there." Oh, I'd it, love
1: to read something ridiculous. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a mile thick. It's a lot of stuff written in you know, I don't know if it's Spanish or Latin or whatever, but
1: Latin, I would, I would love to see some right? comedy written in Latin. That would be, I, that's the trick. Right I don't
0: rem- yeah. I don't remember what, it, but I was looking at, it. I, I did notice I was having a hard time reading it because Fuck it obviously Maximus
1: is what it would be called, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's got all kinds of crazy science in it. And I could see how somebody could gravitate to it. But I mean, you could also probably just as just as easily, you know, just create that kind of document right out the gate. Of course. But yeah. it's, um,
1: the Voynich manuscript of the COVID epidemic, you know what I mean? Like could be, could be real, could be completely made up. I guess we'll never know.
0: <laughs> but I just really think that people need to start to realize like, dude, this is not, this is not a slow burn or this is not a, a short term problem. This is a slow burn. This is going to be affecting us. I don't I can't even think of like a best case scenario, short term, like a best case scenario, short term, maybe two months.
1: Well, I mean, think about it like this, that you see
0: that you've, you've bent the curve enough that they start thinking things are kind of ready to go back to normal. That's, that's my best case scenario.
1: Last time we had like a situation that I, you know, I could equate this to in my lifetime would be nine 11. And you want to say like how long that affects you? Well, I mean, we're still at war it's been almost 20 years like how how long will this you know what i mean like right. and obviously there's there's plenty of different reasons you know motivations behind a war and behind fighting a virus but you know, it, could, it could it might you know when's the end of the world in the middle east i mean there's no timetable on that well the difference at all.
0: the difference between you know? you know a war in the middle east the thing that i've i've grown to accept about that is Dude, those are just—that's simply conflicting ideas. That's like saying that, okay, we're gonna do, wage a war between the Democrats and the Republicans, you know, the extreme ones, you know, the le- the hard left and the hard right, and um, whoever wins, it's then then that'll be the victor. I the, just the, mean pro- like the problem with law. the problem with violent um, violent extremism is that it is an idea and a belief, and right. every time you stomp it out it has children that come back even angrier that you stomped out their parent. And right. that is never going to die and it's never going to go away. It will always be there um, because you can't kill that idea and that belief and that feeling. But this, this is an organism and it could be killed. It could be eradicated. But to do it, you have to do it right. And to do it right, you have to take some time. And, and you,
1: have to, you have to eradicate a belief, which is... Uh, you know in a in a faith system which is money see you know I, I mean, like, see i
0: disagree what i what i think is you have to make people realize that this is more important than the money for now if you don't take care of the situation now money doesn't mean anything because you'll
1: there's just a lot of people you have a hard argument selling that to i mean and and and, and not that not that they should just understand immediately but try convincing someone who does not have an income right now. No, and is yeah, only I get you. expecting maybe, you know, maybe if they have a wife and two kids, maybe they'll get 4 grand, you know, but that's that's not enough, you know. Like so explain that to that person. And then also try explaining that to the guy whose dividends are going to be a little off this quarter. You know, he's he he put down a pretty big deposit on that uh, Eighty million dollar yacht, and he's got to be able to pay for it. You Dude, know? I mean, that you're every, talking. Everybody has money problems, but you you're know? talking
0: like, about like you're talking about the extreme. I'm talking about the average day taxpayer. Like, so in the military, the
1: average taxpayer doesn't have anything either, man. Like, no,
0: that's what I average mean. Though,
1: taxpayer payer doesn't have an emergency fund. They don't have any sort of savings. They don't have a retirement. They live paycheck to paycheck. So the average person really is not going to understand the the aspect of doing it right because if the average person doesn't have two nickels to rub together after uh, one week without a paycheck that means that they are not doing it right in my opinion by being prepared for something so most people already didn't do it right so they're not going to understand the process of doing it correctly right you know because they can't afford to
0: dude i hear you i hear you loud and clear we um you know being in the military being in the military we have uh, we have people obviously we move often right and A lot of times when people are moving, you know, we're, we're no different than the average taxpayer. Like we want to buy homes and cars and stuff like that. Like we see people all the time. Like Lacey and I were talking about it. We're like, man, what about the, you know, the Sanchezes or whoever, you know, like our friends, like, man, they just bought a house and they're not allowed to move right now. You know, like how do they go start that? Like. Are their orders going to get canceled even though they just right. closed on a house from a distance and now they own this house? It's at a place that they're never going to move to. Oh my God. You know, like there's... I can't imagine that. Yeah. Like there's... And everybody has that potential possible sob story. You know, not to mention too, that house that they just signed on, like, can they find a, like a tenant to rent it? Absolutely not. Because that house it's probably entering into a recession that $200,000 house is probably going to drop down to be 85,000 on a good day, you know? So,
1: I, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big hit, Corey. I, I doubt. Okay. So 130,000, 65% of its value. I mean, I, I certainly hope not.
0: Right. So 35,000, uh, 135,000 or something like, I don't know what insert any kind of loss. Cause day one, you know, you owe more than probably what you bought it for because of closing costs right. and whatnot. So right. it, the point being, wow, you know, like this isn't, I mean, there's, that's a scenario. If anybody out there is, you know, confused about the way the military works or doesn't understand, you know, we, we don't have it. Like we're not completely on easy street either. Like there's, there's things outside of our control, um, with, with relation to those types of things. But then you have the hourly worker, you know, that, like you said, you know, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck and what assurances and what, what answers do they have? They don't have them either right now.
1: Right. I, I, well, and once again, I mean, I, I hate I hate to beleaguer this fact, but man, I hope that the hourly worker or I hope that maybe the, the climate changes financially enough in America that we can take care of the hourly worker a little bit more. And maybe the hourly worker can also be smart enough not to get, you know, $40,000 worth of credit card debt by the time they're 28, you know, like hopefully or, or at any age. You know what I mean? Like th- th- there's a fundamental problem. Here with the country and we can see that from the top down i mean the, the government doesn't have any sort of um, you know we don't have a supply for anything that's a real serious national emergency apparently i mean here we are and we don't have one um and that goes all the way down to john q taxpayer like he can't go a month without a paycheck like that's right. that's frightening i mean on so many levels like we have completely we have completely bought into this idea that we can just have anything we want right now. It doesn't matter as long as the Joneses have it. We have to have one twice as big, and and
0: as long as we'll sign on the dotted line, we don't even care about the terms that it comes with. Exactly, you we know. don't care. We just yeah, how take much is the monthly payment? Yeah, how much? Like I, had, I do have a friend. I am not going to name him because I don't want to. I don't want to offend, but I, I, he's he had a lot of really nice things, and his income was less than mine because he was one one rank down from me and, but his, the things he had were nicer than mine. And I kind of just, I, I did raise the question and I was just like, I was like, man, that's, that was pretty crazy. Like, were you, you've been saving or whatever? He goes, nah, man, it, like we just, we worked it out. We we got, and I just started noticing one thing after the other. He just kept talking about how much it cost him per month. per month. So, so my, my gym membership only cost me this much per month. And yeah, I, got, I went ahead and upgraded my phone. Cause it was only like an extra 20 bucks a month. And but this, that, everything he was talking month to month to month. And I was like, my God, you don't, you don't buy anything. Like before you know it, man, like I've lived that way. I screwed up in the past and dude, your life gets so complicated and convoluted and you overspend before you know it. So I yeah, think
1: only end up being all, you know,
0: exactly, exactly. And I think, um, I think you're, I think you're completely correct with that, but I do agree on the other side of things. Like I completely agree with Trump that, you know, you go into a depression, you go into a recession, uh, you, you lock people in their homes, man. Like people are going to go to some dark corners of their minds and they're going to get lonely and they're going to get depressed. You're going to see, uh, you know, America already has a mental health problem. I believe.
1: Oh my God. It's, you know, this is, we have like the worst mental health system of any developed nation, probably.
0: And I, you know, we could, we could talk for hours on that. And I think I have, you know, that, you talked talk
1: to Sarah for hours about that. My God.
0: Right. I, th- I think a lot of it is perpetuated by the whole keeping up with the Joneses. I'm not good enough. Whatever that magnifies to be inside of your mind. And now all of a sudden everybody's getting knocked off their high horse to be, you know, humbled that they can't leave their house. They don't know where their next paycheck's coming from. They're like me and they had to eat a really shitty dinner the other night with like the worst rice and chicken nuggets with... <laughs> Kung pow sauce. Like it was just, man, it was the worst at dinner.
1: It, at least it wasn't me who cooked it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was just, what do you think Sarah's like, I'm going to go ahead and cook tonight. So yeah, no, say. dude, it was, it was rough. It was a bad dinner, but I've gotten good at mincing garlic, but that's about all I could be trusted to do in the kitchen. Let me tell you what, <laughs> God, but I, man.
0: but I think that's the scary side of things too, that, you know, I think president Trump is completely correct that, you know, we have to look out for the mental, the mental well being and not to say that getting people out of their houses is, is the answer um but i think it would help and what is the answer who knows man nobody knows what that actual answer what are they going to do drop off like zoloft and and stuff like that to to every single man woman and child and Be like, here take this I mean, the government says this will fix you you know
1: couldn't hurt they already told us to take the hydroxychloroquine or whatever you know what i mean like, right i guess they didn't tell us to take it sorry um but you know Actually, if they had some Zoloft, that'd probably be great. Um, I could stand to go for some of that. Actually, that's one <laughs> of the reasons why why we kind of didn't do this yesterday. Man, I, I was not feeling good yesterday. My my mind really my mind really got a hold of me. I was really upset with um some families family members of mine back home and thinking about a couple of them who are are in the prime they're in the prime time area for this to affect them and kill them quickly. Yeah,
0: they're like they have a target and- painted on their back.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought about that. And I thought about, uh, there's another friend of mine who's who's clearly undergoing some like some serious mental trauma. And just, I'm worrying about him. Like, man, this this is not good. Like, every, this is bad. Like, you know. And once again, I still do not know anybody who's been personally affected by this that I know of. Right. Because um, once again, it's very possible that several people I know have had this virus, but were young enough or healthy enough to pass it. Um, but... Man, today or yesterday was not a good mental day for me. I, I was I was I was upset. I was scared. I was um I'm not scared, just like just unsure. Just worried, man. Yeah, just unsure. like, man, like what what everybody does affects everybody else at this moment. Like the the personal accountability here is is almost like everything, you know? Um yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yesterday was a bad day. Like I, I didn't have a good day yesterday. It, it didn't feel good. Just thinking about how I could have family members that that pass away because of either because they're misinformed or because they couldn't they couldn't get they they don't have the resources they they weren't they didn't save they weren't they weren't prepared for something like this. You know, instead yeah. of filling their barns all the way up, they just I don't know what they did. They just kept having a party every night. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's that's like hard to. That's like hard to put your mind around to think about the fact that when this thing grows, it will affect people that we know. It will do, it will do damage to people that we know. It will affect people that we know, and it might kill them. Yeah, um, that's that's horrifying. It's horrifying to think about that, and to have to sit and think with that, and have that knowledge, and have that being like, well, it's because they did it to themselves, you know, like, right, probably, you know, right. Know, what a horrible, what a yeah. Horrible
0: they thought. they didn't take the social distancing. Seriously, or or whatever it is, man. Yeah, it's it absolutely sucks. Um, you everybody out there, take a take a minute to not only you know gut check your own mental health and your own happiness and comfort and and all that kind of stuff, but take a minute and we have a new form of communication now. Like we don't walk up and shake people's hands anymore; we wave at them from across the street. we don't go to meetings for work anymore. We have teleconferences, you know? So I think everybody needs to get used to this, this new way of doing things. And in the process of doing that, be sure that you're checking up on, on the people you care about. We have, there is time in the day, make a phone call, um, you know, I, I reached out to some people I work with today just cause I was, you know, I was like, man, I, I need to know that they're okay. You know, I haven't heard from them. Normally I work with them on a daily basis and Hey, how are you, how you holding up with this, that, and the other thing? And I'm glad I did because, you know, um, you know, nobody was go- saying anything dramatic or anything like that, but I could tell that it was like, Oh, Hey man, wow. Thanks for letting me know you care. And I think we, we all kind of owe that to, to the people that we care about, uh, as best we can right now. And, um, because why not, right? Let, let people know you care, and then they'll know. Let people know you care and try,
1: <laughs> and try, and try to inform them. Uh, there was somebody that Sarah spoke to today that said, oh my God, well, now that the lockdown's in place, like, I, I, I'm so much more at risk because, like, there, there's more cases where we're locked down. I was like, well, you've been at risk the entire time, dummy. Like, I thought it was interesting, like, the mental correlation between we're on lockdown to being I am more in danger. Like, right. The lockdown's here to keep you in place. It's just, I don't know, it's funny how the psyche plays out. I mean, yeah, just be good to each other. And just, you know, it's about informing each other without frightening each other if you can. I mean, there's a couple people I've had to talk to that I've had to, like, frighten just to get them to look. Like, go look. Like, do you want to... Look what's happening. Like this is what's happening. It's getting scary. Go look. And nobody looks until there's either fear involved. It's only fear involved. You don't you don't go like do research on something unless it's gonna make you money or you're afraid of it. You right. know? Like uh, or you know, you wanna or you're interested. You know, obviously I guess there could be another reason why you would research something, but um I mean, I just thought that was an interesting, like, correlation between, like, how this affects people mentally. You know, the people who are locked in. Like, we've been locked in for only a few days, and I feel better now because people are, like, seeming to be, like, sticking together and not panicking. Um, But, you know, the people who just got put on lockdown are panicking and freaking out. It's like, look, we we all need to communicate with each other and inform each other that it really will be fine if we all just do what we're supposed to do and just keep your shit together, man. Yep. It, but, and you know, but that's harder than it. it's harder than it seems. I it mean, is, it, you know,
0: it is. And not, and not to do like the shameless self-promotion thing, but if you're, if anybody is out there listening to this, you know, kind of think of, I kind of think of this as a, like a good social network and a, and a good community. So if, uh, if you want to get involved, you know, comment on Instagram or shoot me an email or something like that, and we can bring things up. Uh, there is a weird way that you can like leave messages and we can play those on here and then we can answer them on the fly. Uh, but we need more interest than that. So if you want to spread the word about, about this podcast, uh, we're trying to do them as frequently as we can. Um, but it's a good place. I think, you know, Adam and I are staying, you know, up to, up to speed on, on the real issues and, uh, we're just talking it out just like most people are. So if anybody feels like they have some sort of isolation, uh, obviously beyond what's being, um, you know, recommended, uh, they feel whatever, or they're just looking for perspectives on that. Please be sure to share, uh, this podcast with people. So they're aware of what, that. It's here and, uh, we'll keep doing it for a little while. So,
1: yeah, why not? But we've hit At time until, uh, until Mr. Trump said or President Trump says that we all go back to work in like, I don't know, three or four days and then we'll never do this. Yeah,
0: again. then we'll just scatter like cockroaches whenever the lights turn on. Um, <laughs> but uh but we we've hit time for today. Uh we'll we'll dig into the numbers and all that good stuff tomorrow and uh and be back for, for Mo.
1: Round four tomorrow.
0: Ding dong ding dong. All right, have a good night, man.
1: You too, buddy. Bye-bye.